evening again. <laughs> oh, 24 hours away from the last time you heard me. The only difference being that was live. This isn't. Um, yeah, we're in Radio Sega's Opposites Week, and um, it's also Sonic's birthday. And this is probably the only show on Radio Sega this week where the original host is still hosting his original show. <laughs> so, yes, uh, 25 hours removed from hosting a Manic Monday show on behalf of KC. Um, I hope I did a good job. Then we are here celebrating Sonic's 29th birthday, which is today, would you believe it? <gasps> I know, right? 29 years old. Well, if you didn't catch last week's show, we are doing Sonic's birthday, but with a twist. So if you're coming here expecting to hear Green Hill Zone, you're not going to. In fact, now I've said that, let me just check I haven't put Green Hill Zone from one of the spin-offs. I have not. We're good. <laughs> Fantastic. It's also the first episode of a birthday double bill. Mmm. Um, more news on that coming later in the show. So, if you're um, if you're coming here listening to uh, wanting to listen to Sonic music you wouldn't normally hear on uh, Radio Sega, then fantastic, you're in the right place. That's what glitches. Although, of course, we are all Sonic fans here, so I'm guessing quite a few of the songs I'm about to play um, you might actually have heard. Which is fine, if so, because, you know, like I said, we are all hardcore Sonic fans, which means we all know what Sonic sounds like, and it's kind of um, a tiny bit difficult to find games that people may not be overly familiar with. However, I, um, I thought I'd give it a little bit of a go. Um... So I'm just going to get a couple of songs queued up so we are ready to begin our first music break because I've got a lot of music here and I, I do want to play all of them if I can. Um, let's start with a mobile game which I'm very, very disappointed that I don't actually own. Um, it only came out for a very, 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 very limited short space of time and it, came, it only came out on AOS devices so unless you jailbreak your um, device it's basically impossible to play. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm starting the show with the most twee Sonic song that I could think of. It's one of uh, one of our absolute favourite Sonic games, actually, if I'm honest. I had a blast of a time playing it. As I say, very, very disappointed that I don't actually own it. But for those of you who have figured out what I'm talking about, then you'll know what it is. But for those of you who haven't figured out what I'm talking about, this is Sonic the Sketchhog.
I tell you what, I absolutely love it when Radio DJ just decides to tell me that a track exists and it doesn't. So there was a game, there was a, a track I wanted to play from a game coming up a little bit later on in the show, and despite Radio DJ saying it's in the playlist, I cannot find it. I love, I have to say, I do love how this piece of software just loses tracks. Never mind, there was, there is another one that I want to play, so I suppose we'll just do that one instead. Ah, focusing on the now, um, the music that you just heard was Act 2 from Sonic the Sketchhog, which if you never played it, it was um, the little sort of 2D drawing of Sonic, you know, like the um, old 16-bit game manuals in Japan, which showed you how he did spin dashes and such like. Um, it was like an endless runner game of those, but um, version of those. You know, long before Sonic Runners became a thing. Um, but yeah, that was uh, it was a it was a really fun little game, and the music was was pretty cool. As uh, so I say, that was Act Two. Then after that, we had Holly Summit Crater from Sonic Battle, which is like a 2D. Is it four-player beat 'em up sort of thing um, on the Game Boy Advance? The the game's pretty good. Um, I, I I mean it's it's sort of based on the Sonic Adventure engine. At least the, the, the some of the character sprites are based on it, and it's got its own little story mode, and it's it's fairly decent. But uh, it's like a 3D. I don't know. It, it's really hard to try and describe it. Um, it's basically like a 3D arena beat 'em up, but with 2D sprites. So half the time you think that you're in line with the person that you're trying to uh, beat seven shades out of, and uh, it, it turns out that um, you're actually you're sort of like a pixel or two too high, so none of your attacks are hitting, and also they do a lot more damage than you do. And it's an interesting concept, but the um, yeah, the execution is isn't it's not brilliant, but at the end of the day, as I say, it is still a pretty decent game. So if you haven't uh, if you haven't played it, um, it's it's a fairly old game actually, is Sonic Battle. So if you haven't played it, I'm sure it'd be well. As I say, it only came out in the Game Boy Advance, so I, I, I have I have literally no idea how much it would even cost um, to buy. <laughs> I haven't a clue. I'm sorry. Um, and then after that, we had Worm Tunnel from Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal. That's the 3DS one, in case you're cur you're wondering. Um, if you're sat there going, I wonder if there's any music from Rise of Lyric on tonight's show. Uh, the answer is a resounding no, because much like that game, um, the music's terrible. It's really bad. Uh, it's it's not like Sonic at all. So with that in mind, um, there is no music from Rise of Lyric. Uh, but the other two Sonic Boom games have been um, included because, as I say, Worm Tunnel is a pretty decent song, and actually the uh, soundtrack for Fire and Ice is fairly decent as well. Although I have to be honest, I haven't played that one. I've played the majority of Sonic games, uh, and the majority of games that are even on this list I have played, um, apart from uh, Fire and Ice and one other, which I'm going to talk about in the next music break. Um, right, I, a couple of these songs are actually a little bit short, so do forgive me if I'm going to pad a little bit, because even though I've got more music tracks in here than I would normally, um, the God Honest Truth is, I think we're, uh, I still think we're probably going to run a little short. Maybe. So what I want to say is, as I said at the start of the show, um, in fact, I'm, I'm going to tease you 
<laughs> At the start of the show, I said this was going to be a birthday double bill. I will tell you why in a few short minutes. But coming up, we have got tracks from an actual 2D... Well, I say 2D. An actual one-on-one beat-em-up and an educational... What word is that? Educational title that came out on the Sega Pico. Which I did a search for on eBay the other day because it popped up on the Earth uh, UFO Catcher game. And I was a little bit curious to see how much Sega Picos went for. And there was someone selling it with five games, one of which was Japanese and based on the Moomins, um, for 130 quid. Which is remarkable to think that a console um, that old... And, you know, as I say, the the Sega Pico came out in the mid-90s. A console that old still commands such a high price. Um, (laughs) Which is fine if you want educational games. Uh, But before that, uh, it's a track. There's three tracks from this particular duology of games. And none of them are the boss theme. So, you know, I am playing different music here. Uh, A duology of 2D racing games that came out on the PSP. So I lead you into this next block of three music tracks with Sonic Rivals 2. Oh, and it's not uh, Race to Win either, because, you know, we've played that song to death as well.
You may well be familiar with that track if you've not only played Sonic the Fighters, but if you've also played Fighters Megamix, because I do seem to recall off the top of my head that that song was also in Fighters Megamix. <clears throat> which is not a Sonic game, I know, but hey, it had Sonic the Fighters characters in it, so we'll let it slide. Um, that was Flying Carpet and Back to Soul from Sonic the Fighters. Shocking that, seeing as we were just talking about it. Um, before that, Egg Switch from Sonic the Hedgehog's Game World, uh, which was an educational game that came out on the Sega Pico. Do you want to know a little bit more about that one? We'll get back to that in just a mo. I'll have to do a quick Wikipedia search. Um, and then prior to that, we had Sunset Forest from Sonic Rivals 2. God, the Sonic Rivals soundtracks are so good, aren't they? Um, Sonic's Game World, what are you gonna tell me? Right. This is from Sonic Fandom. Uh, the Sonic News Network. Here we go, this could be entertaining. Um, ba 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 ba. Right, it was released in Japan in August 1994 for the Sega Pico. It came out in the new, in North America too late, two years later in November 1996 and never came out in Europe because the Sega Pico pretty much died a death as soon as it came out over here. So we never bothered with it. It had games including gambling, fortune telling, fantasy violence, mm, uh, rock, paper, scissors and other non educational elements, but they weren't in the North American version, which means that the entire third page from the Japanese version, because if you recall, um, the Sega Pico not only was games, but it had a book that you had to turn the pages and, you know, press things with your stylus pen thing, and the running games in different locations and in the Japanese version. The North Education version replaces the pilfered non-educational content with a drawing page for young players to create their own designs. Ah, oh, bless, that's nice, isn't it? Uh, the music that plays on the first three floors is a remix of the title music from Sonic 3. Who knew that? Well, and this isn't actually telling me what games are on there. Fantastic. Thank you, Sonic News Network. You're a load of good. Um, let's see. Where else could we look? How about Wikipedia? Or maybe Wikipedia has just got the entire, the same information. Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, this isn't really giving me an awful lot here. The game takes the form of a picture book and changes the set of tasks the player must accomplish when a page is turned. Aimed at children ages 4 to 7. Oh yes, that's totally totally an appropriate age range for people to learn gambling, isn't it? Um, game World stars Sonic, Tails and Amy and features 13 mini-games that are designed to teach the player problem, problem solving. Oh, it's developed by Aspect. Ah, isn't that the one that Yuzo Koshiro um, founded? Is that the one I'm thinking of? I believe it was. Yeah, it's got a couple of Sonic games in there. I don't think he works with them anymore, but hey. Well, good. I'm glad we looked into that. Let's move... Or am I thinking Aspire? I don't know. Anyway, let's move swiftly on. Um, before I lead into the next song, because I do kind of need to describe it a little bit, and it's not the song I was hoping to play, which is a shame. I have been searching Radio DJ blindly, trying to find a way of finding out why it says a song has already been added, but it hasn't turned up. And Google is being useless, so <laughs> fat load of good that's been. Um, you can talk to people on Radio Sega in a variety of different methods, including Discord at radiose.ga forward slash Discord, um, or you can talk to us on Twitter at Radio Sega or at, at SNS underscore RS if you want this particular show's Twitter account, um, or you can have a chat with us on Instagram or Facebook or Flickr or Twitch or YouTube, and that's about it really. Yes, I did say Flickr. Yes, we do have an account on Flickr. No, I don't think anyone's used it in forever, even though I mentioned it last week. I doubt it's been changed <laughs> it's probably been shut down by now. Probably someone sat there and gone, Huh, that's strange. Why do we have a Flickr page? 
Who knows? Who actually knows? But there is one. Um, yes, so, you know, feel free to join our community wherever you want to join it and talk to like-minded Sega fans about your favourite games and listen to your favourite music, as well as your favourite radio shows, of which we have plenty. Check RadioSega.net for the full show schedule, because there's loads and I'm bound to forget some. Right. This next game we're about to play music from... This is a fun one, because this isn't actually by Sega. This is by TT Games. And TT Games, you may well know, did actually make a couple of Sonic games back in the day. Uh, they made Sonic 3D. They also made Sonic R. This is not any one of those. This is one of their largest franchises they've ever made. Um, it's called LEGO Dimensions. Now, if you've not heard of LEGO Dimensions, it's basically TT Games' version of a Games to Life um, game. You know, similar in vain to something like Skylander uh, and uh, Disney Infinity and the Amiibo series, you know, from Nintendo uh, and things like that. Um, oh, what's the name of that one that Ubisoft made as well that came out on the Switch and PS4 and Xbox One? And it was like uh, oh, Sky something. Um, but they ended up selling off all the collector's editions like dirt cheap and I bought a Switch one for 15 quid purely so I could have a collectible R-Wing. <laughs> anyway, that's another one. It, it, yeah. Um, so LEGO Dimensions was exactly the same thing, only, would you believe it, with LEGO. And they made a Sonic one. So there's a, there's a, essentially LEGO Dimensions has a fully featured Sonic game inside it, which we have got on our playlist as Sonic Dimensions. If you want to look it up, it's there. Um, now the track I wanted to play was Metropolis Zone, but I can't, which is a shame. Um, Green Viper did mention a couple of weeks back though that Ice Cap Zone is a little bit of a banger, so I'm going to be playing that one. Now the reason I'm featuring this this game in particular is it's probably one of the weirdest of the Sonic spin-offs in that it's not actually made by Sega. It was literally just something that was licensed. The funny thing here though is that Sega licensed the character and they allowed them to use their the voice actors, so you know Roger Craig Smith and Mike Pollock and etc etc etc, but none of the music. None of the music was licensed at all. So Travelers, uh, TT Games, I was going to call them Travelers Tales then, um, TT Games kind of went about making their own, which is all well and good, uh, only it it's really funny in that it kind of sounds like the original Sonic tracks, but only kinda. So I'm going to play Ice Cap Zone a little bit later on in the show. I'm going to play Sandopolis Zone as well, because of the two, of those two songs, and for some reason uh, Radio DJ has only given me four when there's actually a full list. Um, of those... Uh, of those two songs, one of them sounds, you know, Sandopolis Zone to me sounds pretty close to the uh, the original version. Um, it's almost as if, you know, how do you explain it? Um, when you get those sort of uh, cover versions of, of popular songs from karaoke bands and they, they can't use the exact music because they know they'll get sued. So it's it sounds just close enough where you're like, yeah, okay, I know where you're going with this. But it's different enough so you don't get sued. <laughs> Which is really weird. It, I just find it very odd that um, that Sega would be like, um, here, have our character, but you're not allowed the music. <laughs> so TT Games were like, ah, okay. 
Oh, that's a story I'd like to know. I'd love to know how that came about. Anyway, we're going to play some music from that, uh, and then I'm going to play a track from Sonic, uh, Sonic, Sonic Labyrinth, which is one of the worst, the worst games that I have ever played in my life, and I am so glad that Sega haven't decided to re-release that one on the Game Gear Micro, because dear lord, it's terrible. Um, if you've never played it, I'll tell you what it's about after this batch of three, um, and then we're going to play another song uh, from Sonic Battle. I do quite like the song, uh, the soundtrack for that. And yes, then when we come back, we'll, uh, as I say, I'll give you a quick natter about Sonic Labyrinth and then we'll go straight into some more music. So um, sound off on Discord or on Twitter if you actually think this sounds like Ice Cap. If you can hear enough of Ice Cap in here where you could go, yeah, okay, I think they've just about got away with it, then let us know. But if you can't hear it at all, if you can't hear it at all, then again, let us know, because as I say, this whole thing is absolutely hilarious. I love it to pieces. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ice Cap Zone from LEGO Dimensions.
Now, I obviously can't see your comments in Discord or on Twitter regarding LEGO Dimensions, if indeed you made any. <laughs> so, let's uh, let's just say that um, hopefully uh, you all heard the resemblance. I'm putting another LEGO Dimensions block uh, song in the next block, so if you didn't, then... Um, you might fare a bit better with that one. Um, so yeah, that was LEGO Dimensions, specifically the Sonic level pack, but I just tagged it as LEGO Dimensions, because that's what the game is, isn't it? Uh, a nice cap zone. Before that, we had Sonic Labyrinth, <laughs> and uh, Act 2, and then we finished off with Battle Highway from Sonic Battle. So, Sonic Labyrinth. <laughs> Sonic Labyrinth was a game that came out on the Game Gear, and it was basically, what would happen if Dr. Robotnik stole Sonic's shoes? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Somehow, Dr. Robotnik manages to steal Sonic's shoes or otherwise render him incapable of running fast. And rather than just squishing the hedgehog and being done with it, Robotnik's like, lol, you can't run fast, and then throws him in a maze and um, forces Sonic to come out. So the game itself, in theory, should be pretty decent. It's, you know, it's a rather interesting, if not bizarre, premise. Um, and the game itself's like a 3D... Well, I say 3D. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a 3D isometric maze game. But by God, is it terrible. It's so slow. I mean, if you actually think, if you've never played Sonic Labyrinth before, but you have played Sonic 3D, uh, and you're like, oh yeah, no, yeah, Sonic doesn't really feel very fast in this game, um, then yeah, he's absolutely supersonic, pun intended, um, in Sonic 3D compared to Sonic Labyrinth, because Sonic Labyrinth is like treacle. It's so slow. Ugh. In fact, I'm, I, I'm getting bored just trying to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Ridiculous. Ridiculously slow game is uh, is our, our favourite Sonic Labyrinth. If you haven't played it, um, play it. I mean, don't go and buy it. Dear God, no, don't buy it. You know, it's not worth wasting six AA batteries on, on a Game Gear. You know, find a ROM or something um, and, and play it that way. And just, you know, hate me for the suggestion, for the mere suggestion. <laughs> right, next week. Because, obviously, as I, as I said at the start of the show, we're in Opposites Week, and, you know, by now, you should have realised that I hosted Manic Monday show um, yesterday. So, <laughs> with that in mind, you should also be aware that I'm not doing Saturday Night Sega on Saturday. Someone else is doing it. <gasps> I, I hope I hope it's um, it's held to the same standards as my show is. Otherwise, we'll quietly forget it ever existed. Actually, we'll probably forget it ever existed anyway because uh, the bar for a good Saturday Night Sega show is so remarkably low. Um, I have no doubt that it will be cleared with flying collars. So uh, yes, we'll be like ah well. I'm never reaching such lofty heights. We'll just carry on doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Next week's glitch, though, however. Is something awfully special indeed. Um, at the same time I noticed that this week's episode would be airing on Sonic's actual birthday, I then also realised that the seven days between, like exactly seven days between this birthday and the birthday of someone else who's also rather special to me. Um, and that would be Mina. So what we're doing next week on Glitch is a very, very, very special episode which is not going to be embracing the weird at all, it's going to be embracing the Mina because what I'm going to do is I'm going to force her to sit down next to me and tell you guys what her favourite Sega songs are and then we're going to play them. 
and she's also going to have to tell you why. So, for all of those times you've heard her in the background on Saturday Night Sega's Gone By, um, next week she's very much going to be in the foreground, because we're doing a Mina's favourite Sega game special. Ah, that's going to be fun. I reckon she's absolutely bricking it. Um, I told her about this uh, quite a few weeks ago to give her plenty of time to uh, to create a list that would get us through an hour-long show. So um, for those of you who want to hear something a little bit different, um, we're moving away from Embrace the Weird, like I say, for one week only. And we're doing Mina's favourite Sega games, or her favourite Sega music, actually, because I don't think she has particular games that she likes like for example I know she likes some of the tracks from Mad World but I also know for a fact she's never played it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah <laughs> rough with the smooth what can you do right then um, so yes, so that's something to look forward to. 9pm next week is the next time you'll hear my lovely, lovely voice where we'll be playing music from Mina, uh, Mina's favourite Sonic uh, Sega tracks. There might be some Sonic in there. Who on earth actually knows? Right, let's get ourselves some more music on. So I've got four more tracks to play. Um, we've got three more and then obviously one more to finish. Um, finish off with. So I just need to throw my game over and I forgot to put game over track in that's what I use to help me tell if I'm going to overrun the hour or not bing um, yeah we might just a little bit never mind the first two episodes went under an hour I think I think it's fairly um, fairly not too bad that the uh, last week's episode and this week's episode are running ever so slightly over it um, so I'm playing a track from Sonic Rivals which is the first PSP game uh, then we're moving back to the 3DS for Sonic Boom Fire and Ice the, the soundtrack for this is pretty decent I quite like this, that song um, and then we're finishing off with Sandopolis Zone from LEGO Dimensions again if you're in Discord or on Twitter let us know if you hear Sando the original Sandopolis Zone in this track for my ears I hear the original Sandopolis Zone in here more than I did the original Ice Cap Zone in uh, in the Ice Cap Zone track. But uh, let us know what you think. But in the meantime, and first and foremost, here is Sonic Rivals.
See what I mean? Yeah, sounds a little bit more like Sandopolis zone there, doesn't it? <laughs> Sandopolis a like zone, I suppose. <laughs> um, before that, Cutthroat Cove from Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice. Um, I'd like, I, I would quite like to play that game. I've heard some good things about it. Uh, and then before that, Forest Ball Falls Zone Act 1 from Sonic Rivals. And I believe there was a remixed version of that put into Sonic Generations. Mm. Um, that's it. That's pretty much all the time we've got for this evening's show. We've just got one more track left to play, which is Neon Palace from Sonic Rivals 2. Um, it's normally at this point in the show where I would say I'd see you on Saturday, but uh, if I do see you on Saturday, it's going to be as a listener only. Mm. In fact, part of me is just curious to tune in anyway and just see just how <laughs> I have never listened to my own show being hosted by somebody else. So I should probably do that out of pure curiosity. Um, so if I, you know, I do hope you do join in, uh, tune in. I'm sure Green Viper has shared the schedule of who's hosting what show by now. Um, but I won't say anything just in case. <laughs> Um, if you see them gesticulating wildly in the Discord, then you'll know who it is. But I'm um, I'm not going to say anything, just in case it's like, a, oh, by the way, other people are hosting shows this week, so <laughs> it'll be a surprise who you get. Um, but as I say, I'll be here with Glitch next week for uh, with Mina, for Mina's favourite Sega music. And then the week after that, um, we're doing a football games special. And I was kind of hoping I'd have more games to choose from because there's an awful lot of Sega game, Sega football games that have come out. But for some reason, we don't have the soundtracks. So um, I might have a look to see if I can find them because that'd be nice, give me a wee bit more variety. Otherwise, the games that we've got on the playlist at the moment should see us through an hour. It just means it's not going to be quite as varied as I probably would have wanted it to be. Never mind. Well, like I say, this has been Sonic's 29th birthday special. Isn't that lovely? Next year's the big 3-0. Wow. I wonder what he's got in store for us. Hopefully a good game like Sonic Generations and not a bad game like Sonic 2006. <laughs> Oh, lordy, what a way of starting off your 15, uh, you know, your decade and a half um, with uh, with a game like Sonic 06. Good lord almighty. Right. So, like I say, we're finishing off with Neon Palace. Please go away, little window. Yes, it has. Um, we're finishing off with Neon Palace from Sonic Rivals 2. My name is Ben Gabby. Thank you so much for tuning in to Glitch um, and embracing the weird and wonderful side of Sonic music, music with us. Comments always welcome on Discord or Twitter or wherever. I'll see you next week for Glitch. Um, but until then, thank you very much and goodbye. <laughs>